that's got to be one of the toughest cold calls for political campaigns. Oh God, if you can do that, you can do <sighs> anything because it's yeah. extremely personal, right? So you're calling someone with the intent of getting them to take this this logistically annoying action of going to a voting booth and picking your person who they probably don't know anything about and and you know you have to pick someone to speak for you but no one really wants anyone speaking for them and um yeah and it, it's oftentimes it's young kids making the calls it's kids who are 15 to 25 are doing this all over the country and there's stories there for sure because it's, it's amazing on one hand and it's also a really tough you know a, a lot of kids try it once and they're like any career but this because this is horrible. People mm -hmm. will yell at you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you're selling SAS, maybe somebody hangs up or says no thanks. Yeah. But when you're calling on, on those type of campaigns, I'm sure people have some very colorful language. Yeah. I mean, people, people will tell you you're a terrible person. People will tell you, you know, hor horrible things your candidate allegedly did. And, and even if you know that that didn't happen, you just kind of have to nod and be like, well, I, you know, I, I understand your concerns. I'll, I'll take them back to the campaign. And um, yeah, it, it was a crash course in cold calling and I didn't even know it at the time. And then when I, you know, made the decision to switch to tech really because I had a couple cousins who were in tech who were, who were crushing it and shout out to even Lauren, my cousins, if they're watching, but um, yeah, it, that in the interviews, I think, gave me some street cred that maybe not every candidate has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Were you always in SAS, Colin, or how did you get? No, I've uh, I've sold many things. I probably made over a half a million cold calls in my career. So unbelievable. Um, I just am a big believer in the phone still being one of the most powerful tools, regardless of what you're selling. Mm -hmm. Um. But you know, in, in today, in today's selling environment, which I'm sure you're aware is <laughs> brutal. Yeah. It's brutal for everybody out there. I mean, everybody is fighting for the same budget. Mm -hmm. um, everybody is trying to reduce spend when you're trying to get them to increase spend, um, yeah. regardless of what you do. Um, the phone has been very effective for a lot of sales leaders that I talk to of like, wow, yeah. we're booking more meetings over the phone than we ever used to in the past. And I think it's just a lot of noise on other channels. Um, yeah. But doesn't mean you ignore the other channels, right? I feel like the right. other channels, like the social touches and the email and stuff can warm up those phone conversations. So there is some familiarity when you call. Hundred, hundred percent, and and I would even build off that, and you know, shameless plug for Reach Desk over here. Uh, but we're a gifting platform, and uh, you know, to your point, I think there might be some hesitation from folks around, oh, you know, that 